0: Welcome everybody to Podcast of the Week for this Christmas week, it is November 22nd, November? No, it's December, we're in December, it's cold, it's wintry, it's... I don't know. christmasy I like Christmas. Christmas is fun. This is maybe, actually, no, it's probably not the last podcast the week of the year. There will probably be another one that will probably be with Tanner if we can get together properly. uh There might be another weekend show. We don't know. We've been trying to, it's Christmas, so everyone's busy, and Ken is very busy doing Christmas things, and he has a job to do or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we've been trying to get together for the last week or so, and it just hasn't really worked out. So there might be one more this year, or if not, we'll be back at the start of the year. Who could possibly say but today we are wrapping up the 2018 in like the the, the superhero universe. well pretty really just Marvel because god forbid we talk about Aquaman even though we talk a little about Aquaman oh. <laughs> But we talk about Venom, uh, we talk about Into the Spider-Verse, we talk about the Avengers trailer, we talk about Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. There's a lot of little bits of Marvel tidbits that are kind of MCU-adjacent. Obviously, the Avengers trailer is very MCU-central, but the rest is MCU-adjacent, or Marvel-adjacent, I guess, rather than MCU. But uh, probably worth talking about. We thought we'd give a, a spotlight to that kind of stuff while the MCU, <laughs> I was gonna say it's like on a hiatus, while the MCU didn't release a film this fall in the 70 films they release a year. So we thought we'd talk about two other films to fill the gap, that's Venom and Into the Spider-Verse, which forms the bulk of what we talk about in this episode. Barry, as always, was kind enough to join me for all our superhero antics, which you can listen to right now. Oh!
1: Bell through Midtown oh what fun to sling a web and take the bad guys down
0: Spotty the Bell, Marvel Cinematic Spotty Universe Bell has not released another film don't worry time. don't have a panic attack that you're like did I miss one because there's 75 of them you didn't there's another one till whatever February for Captain Marvel we thought we'd talk about the Sony Cinematic Marvel does it have a name I don't know Barry does it have a name? <laughs> I've seen,
1: prior to this animated film coming out, I've seen people use the term Spider-Verse to talk about these movies. But that's that can't be right, and it can't be official, because it's the name of a movie. And to the best of my knowledge, that movie and Venom are actually not connected, to the best of my knowledge. Mm. Uh, well, it's so much... Spider-Verse is technically connected to everything when you consider the, the subject matter of the film. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't think there's an official name. I think they have acknowledged it is a universe, right? Because they've said morbius is related to venom right Mm -hmm. those movies are in the same universe so uh they don't have a catchy title but to be fair they've also not been very good at getting these universes off the ground prior to venom anyway so why would they be prepared to uh to to name it and have plans in place uh you know what with amazing spider-man going the way it did and whatnot and venom taking about uh, 30 years to make so uh maybe we'll coin one over the course of this show who knows
0: Yeah, look at the Wikipedia. Apparently, Venom went into production right after Spider-Man Three in two thousand and seven.
1: That was the thing about when that movie came out. I think we might have even mentioned this on one of our our last recordings. It felt like the end of an era for me in my uh, my pop culture fandom. Because I remember loving Venom most of my life, and then after that movie coming out, all the hustle and bustle. Oh gee they're gonna make a. Oh, they're gonna make a Venom movie. Oh, there's apparently there's already a script. Oh, there's this directors and talks, and it just it was just on ice, and then happening, and then on ice again, and then happening, and just people were coming and going uh, from it. I mean, it, it's it's really it's really been something of a saga.
0: Yeah, and well, it, it, it wasn't really the end of an era. Today, as we record this, the Sam Raimi suit has finally been out of the Spider Man, so it's come full circle.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just can't wait. To, I, I was going to jump back into Spider Man anyway this week because the last of that DLC is out. I haven't touched any of the DLC. I was going to jump back in and play it all at once, and now that that suits in there, I'm like, hell yeah! Now it's time.
0: You can live out with your Tobey Maguire dreams.
1: I've been waiting mm, sixteen years, so
0: it'll literally be like playing Spider Man too. So it's 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 literally full circle.
1: Just in uh, just in HD and you know, or four K depending on your system. Mm. The uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. so we shall start with Venom alright I think Venom is an objectively bad film it's a mess I'm, yeah. I'm not entirely sure what Tom Hardy is doing in it but Barry I think I like this film
1: <laughs> I think I'm pretty, much with you. Yeah. I'm pretty much with you I think this is a stone cold cult classic and that's a term that gets thrown around quite a lot to the point that you kind of wonder what it even means like cult classic I hate when people use cult classic to mean excellent film that just didn't make a lot of of money like i don't think like you know i think like spring breakers is a cult classic because some people will watch it and go what is this nonsense what is this garbage what why do people like this but i think it's brilliant you know i think that's venom i think i think it got you know it got trashed critically and while i was amused to see it be a massive financial success in spite of that i don't know that i disagree with a lot of the critics i don't know that i would say it's a concise film or a or a nice film to look at it most definitely is not that um uh but there, there is something about it there is a certain je ne sais quoi about it um and it's in spite of not only its flaws as a, a as a movie but also as a superhero property and as we said sony just has this dreadful record and they're they're getting this. Weird universe off where they're like it's all spider man characters minus spider man which for venom in particular, I was like, How do you even do that it's so it's so ingrained in what the character is it, in my understanding of the character anyway you know i'm not I'm not a religious comic nut or anything like that, but um uh yeah i i th- I think I, I think I'm with you on it i mean it's got so many problems, but I saw it twice in theaters
0: <laughs> you went um, back for war
1: I, I went back for war and I actually <laughs> I actually think I liked it more the second time, and I was like, I kind of was because it's out soonish. I was t- kind of tempted to grab it on the old uh, the home video release and have have a watch of it as well. Uh, it's there's there's a, something about it. The central character dynamic works, and it does a lot of heavy lifting for everything else in that film. I feel
0: yeah, it becomes a weird buddy comedy between Venom and Eddie Brock, and that just it's so strange, like. The, the MCU would never release this film because like even with the weirdness that is like Thor Ragnarok this film is just too weird it's just too strange and off the wall and kind of just bad and like the whole villain and the whole plot and every, like for some reason I think Eddie Brock seems to get more rational the more he has Venom and him. like he's so twitchy and weird at the start of this film before he's even infected by Venom that I'm like what are you even doing here Tom Hardy
1: yeah, yeah, he's he's really kind of, you know, maybe that was on purpose because I think I think that is one aspect of the Eddie Brock character that's that that I know of from from the previous iterations of it is he's a bit of a mess, you know, he's a bit of a bit of a a, a loser, a bit of a, a you know a, a down and out, um, and then the the Venom's suit kind of makes him uh, better as a whole, you know, which which is interesting, um, but it's a it's a weird performance. I mean, it, it, it's it's it's, I, I think the turning point for me in the film, and it was pretty early, it was, this, is, this is how I knew I was going to overall like the film despite all its flaws. The turning point for me is the scene when he's freaking out in the early days of having the symbiote and he goes into the restaurant and he starts like picking up people's food and it's like the most bugged out Tom Hardy performance you've ever seen in your life I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion they probably cut like two or three more scenes like this and I must see them I've, it's, have, it's you, like, have you
0: seen the one on Twitter with him just sitting in the back of the, ta- the, the taxi talking yes. to Venom? It's amazing yes. <laughs> It's great, it's great and I was like, that's the scene that
1: is the scene that sums it up as a cult classic because I saw lots of people talking trash about that scene I can understand someone watching it going this is Bullshit. What is going on? I just thought it was hilarious. I thought it was charming in a weird way. I thought it was off the wall in a way I like my comic book movies to be. I like them to be goofy. I like them to be stupid. The subject matter is stupid, so the movie should embrace that. Um, you know, getting in the lobster tank and all this other stuff. It was just bizarre but i just i loved it i loved it and and, and the end like it's also even as something i love it's also it contains evidence of the other problems with the film like the the love interest character just kind of being this bland thing i don't really care about but yeah that's that's a key scene right there that i that i, I really really enjoyed I,
0: like, <laughs> I can't sum up my thoughts on this film like I, as you said it's just it's so off the wall that i i have no idea like it was such a huge success as well which is so strange <laughs>
1: yeah this wasn't just like a you know a mid-tier like an ant-man success i mean this was just gangbusters but i think it is just the fact that the 90s babies like me people have an affinity for that character he was huge in the 90s as a comic book character he was a huge part of the success of the cartoon uh uh, fox kids cartoon um he's always been a staple of the modern spider-man fans uh, understanding of the of the lore um, and I think that carries a lot of weight And, you know, people like Tom Hardy And I thought the marketing for the film was Okay, if a little out of touch With what the actual benefits of the, fi- the Strong points of the film were But, um, yeah, just, just Absolute gangbusters business I mean, it was crazy And I went, I went to see it on opening night And it was a complete sellout In the biggest theatre in, in the cinema I went to, couldn't draw your leg I mean, it was absolutely rocking um, With people So I knew it was going to be a, a big one From, from that point
0: because it made $850 million which is only $30 million less than Spider-Man Homecoming which was like this huge critically acclaimed Marvel hit
1: and like the, the return of this character that 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 you know had been kind of uh you've been in some maligned movies and fell by the wayside and uh, you wondered i mean it's funny to think about now in 2018 with with spider-man movies and spider-man in avengers and spider-man video games and spider-man spin-offs and 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 spider-man animated movies like but you know after that second garfield movie you're just like god what are they gonna do they can't they can't make another one of these they've killed it they've rebooted it once already you know they, they're you know the marvel deal came about and and you just you, you couldn't believe it so so homecoming was this big huge success um and you, but you knew it would be you felt it in your gut that that was going to be a success whereas this one i feel like this could have gone either way critically and commercially like up until it came out and was a huge success i had no clue that it was going to be the level of success that it was
0: it's the fifth highest grossing film this year it's made more money than deadpool too. Which again is a sequel to a a hugely critically acclaimed movie that people thought was like tapping into a different kind of superhero cinema going fan. And then Venom comes along and just blows it out of the water out of as you said, if this film made a hundred million dollars I'd be like, Yep, that's up. (laughs) But no, eight hundred and fifty million. Yeah, madness. And like you said,
1: Deadpool was I mean, Deadpool 1 was a surprise in its own right. Uh, uh but Deadpool 2 you're like okay this will do this will do huge business because they got big stars involved and it's a su- follow up to a successful film but um yeah to get to get you know overtaken like that is crazy um and if it wasn't already evident from things like the success of um of Infinity War I mean there's there is no sign of the wheels coming off the the superhero train uh when stuff like Venom which is from a less trusted studio a, a secondary character uh, without the primary character involved in the film at all, um, and coming out on a year when there's already, you could argue, a saturation of the genre, to come out and do gangbuster business like that tells you all you need to know. I mean, it's just, it's it's not going anywhere anytime soon.
0: And like pe- people are like, oh, I'm sick of super, See, like superhero films is just a genre now. Like like it's, It is, absolutely, absolutely. It's just action films, thrillers, uh, romance films, superhero films. It's just a genre. It's not going to go away because like action films aren't going to go away, you know?
1: Absolutely, yeah, and and like, and like Venom's not the same as Infinity War, is not the same as Aquaman, is not the same as Deadpool. I mean, there there's so much range in there. I mean, you've stuff like Deadpool and even Venom to an extent that, that to uh, um, uh, to me feel like uh, throwbacks to like the, the what you would associate with the term superhero film in the '90s. Uh, the the kind of schlockier feel the, the emphasis on action and stuff like that and then you have your your Marvel movies that, uh, that that and your Infinity War is a good example that feel that are the modern polished kind of splitting the difference between that and a traditional action movie and then there's stuff like Aquaman that straddles which I liked for the record I which... hated Aquaman <laughs> Oh, I like that. Ah, Aquaman's all right. I can I, I can understand it's fucking long. I if can it, understand yeah,
0: people. If like... if Aquaman was 90 minutes long, I'd be like fun romp. It's two nearly two and a half hours long. It would be I think the joint third longest film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's absurd.
1: Yeah, I, I was enjoying it but I was like when are we? When are we wrapping this up Well, when, like when they after the big fight in Italy, which I think was like an hour before the actual end of the film, I was like, this, this is it, right? The, the, the big bads They're going to. But no, there's like a whole fucking Lord of the Rings set piece uh, uh, fight that they have to get through at the end. But anyway, it's like that. You know, is like a it, that was really leaning into the fantasy uh, uh, thing. So yeah, the, the 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 diversity is there within the genre. So and that's what makes it property a genre to me is that the uh, you know the films go. So many different ways within it, but um, yeah, what a what a thing it is! It's it's really wild.
0: It really is a thing. And the Sony are firing all cylinders this year. They went from releasing a a bad good film that made lots of money to now a really 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 good film that's making lots of money. Spider Man into the Spider Verse.
1: Yeah, man, this knocked me on my ass. Like I was excited for it and I couldn't wait to see it. And even then, with 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 decent standards, I went in. I was like, wow. I was. I remember the first time I saw the trailer for this. I first of all thought it was a direct DVD thing. Like it kind of looked like one of the better like DC animated movies. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this looks slick, but you got this character that the people don't really know. Like the, the hardcores, they want to see a Miles movie, but th- does Joe Average, does Joe Public want to see that? Who knows? And that was just the first trailer, and then the second trailer came out, and I was like, this looks, this actually looks really, really great. Um, and I, but I every time, I, every time. And the trailer would end, and it would say "In Cinemas Christmas." I was like, "That's crazy! This is a crazy thing to release in in theaters in the modern age." But um, uh, I was I was glad it did because it's a it's a great big screen movie. It's it's gorgeous and and and, and striking. And um, I it's, it's like my that's, I I actually would fairly confidently say it's my favorite superhero film of the year. Um, uh, and it's it's actually up there overall. I would say in my favorite films of the year. I mean it's it's got so much heart. I mean, it really does. It, it, it's, got, it's got everything you'd want from a superhero film, and then it has those other quanti- qualities that you want to take it out of that, that uh, glass ceiling and then say and just say, this is one of the best films of the year.
0: I was going to put you on the spot. Is it the best Spider-Man film?
1: See now, I, I, I'm funnily enough. We mentioned the the, the PS4 update today. I'm a, I'm a Raimi boy, and I always have been. And I watch the Raimi movies quite often. I watched them earlier this year in preparation for the the, the Spider-Man PS4 game. I still adore them. I, I think if anything, I prefer them with age as they go on. The the the, the, the schlockier aspects, like I said, I, I really feel like that that is part of the genre when it's done properly. Um, and and if you look at things that are kind of maligned, like the the relationship between Toby Maguire and, and Kirsten Dunst and I'm just like I I don't know I find some charm in it I really love those first two films I think they are iconic action films I think they are, are I that is the word I would use so I would struggle to rank this above that but I would have no problem going uh you know Raimi 1 and 2 in that order I I prefer the first one Raimi 1 and 2 Spider-Verse, I would have no problem going there I'd have no problem putting it above uh, Homecoming Which is great in its own right I'd have no problem putting it above Infinity War even Which I would I would count as a fairly significant Spider-Man story um, uh, And I I've, I mean, it, it cakewalks over Spider-Man 3 and both the amazing movies I mean, the, the second amazing movie is just abysmal The first one is the most forgettable When people talk about, about Superhero Drek and these movies being farmed out I mean, that's that first movie It's not terrible, but it is just the most unimportant Completely unmemorable movie um uh, I think of the modern kind of superhero boom but um confidently number 3 and you know what I could hear I could hear a debate for it being the best because it's it is incredible
0: cuz when I saw the trailer like the 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 original trailer is objectively beautiful but I was like I'm not sure about looking at that for 2 hours you know, it, it can be a little framey. It takes like that influence from comic books, and uh, you know, it has almost a frame by frame motion at times. and It's like, will I vomit during this? I'm not sure. But that, no, nah, no, nah, it's just it's just a, a gorgeous looking film, as well as having like bundles and bundles of heart. And like, I I just love Jake Johnson Spider Man. The, the the utter hack. Like, do you remember the the Will Smith? Uh, what the Hancock?
1: Ah, uh, yes, yeah
0: where he was playing, like, a hack of a superhero who, like, was washed up, and I was like, uh, there's a good idea there, but this film isn't it. That that Spider-Man is that film just done well.
1: It's great. It, it, divorced Dad Spider-Man is, is the best thing <laughs> the best thing to come out of the genre in God knows how long. And, and I, think, I think you've tapped into there what, what what is great about this movie at its core right? it has the heart you want from a Spider-Man film it has the young guy learning about being responsible learning about the difficulties of being Spider-Man and maturing that's in all these movies even the bad ones that's in this but what this also has is that it's taking your preconceived ideas of the character and throwing them away and starting again, which is so much needed. Because as great as Homecoming is, and it's great that Homecoming didn't do the origin story, but it still had its other trappings that you're kind of like, all right, I've kind of seen this. Like, I've, I've seen this. And this is like new character, new backstory. The core of the character is still the same, but it's but the, the settings and the people and, and the set pieces are different. and And we're going to take Peter Parker and we're going to turn your idea of him... You know, swinging off into the sunset with the girl, we're going to turn that on its head and we're going to show you him at his like most embarrassing. And we're also going to take these complete fringe characters like this didn't just make, you know, Miles Morales a big debut on on the screen, but like Spider-Gwen, who's only been around for like a couple of years at this stage and is already a, a super popular cult figure. Um, just taking all these chances. I mean, you know, I'm sure someone could have said to them at some point during this, "I was like, oh, well, you know, people like the Spider-Man to be this way. You know what I mean? And people like Spider-Man to say these things. And people don't want to see Spider-Man as a uh, as a fat tracksuit wearing dad, you know, <laughs> uh, you know. But but they they stuck to their vision, and to Sony's credit, they have a they don't have a great rep when it comes to shoving their nose in 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 projects. But this this seems like a passion project that went largely on hindered do you know what i mean they, mm-hmm. they took their chance and and it delivered um to the nth
0: degree it's amazing like usually when a film ends in a way that they're like oh we're doing sequels this is a universe it's like grown worthy but they, coming out of this film they can release like three different spin-off sequels with different characters and i'd be like yeah i'd watch that film absolutely
1: and and, and just you've you know and even if it's not strictly spider-verse films you have catapulted these characters into the consciousness so that if if there is an mcu project that they want to do with them or if it's a standalone film that's not animated you know what i mean you you've made miles morales and gwen stacy i mean people know gwen stacy anyway but as a hero you you've you've put those concepts out there in a way that that means not only is this film fresh but the franchise will potentially be infinitely fresher for it you know what i mean and and we're almost assuredly I mean, I yeah, I would call it one of the safest bets in games. We're almost assuredly getting a second Spider-Man game that's going to have Miles Morales in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that he's going to be uh, near enough. Well, no, I would almost say near enough to Peter Parker because that's again, that's iconic. That's 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 zeitgeist. But but he's going to be a, a a huge name to to, to your average superhero uh, fan, and and there will be money to be made and exciting projects to be done with that character. That's that's really exciting going forward.
0: And you know that suit, Nike product placement and all is going to be in Spider-Man, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man Two by some Insomni- whatever, whatever they call it, <laughs> whatever they call that game with the yeah the long title. Um,
1: yeah, it's absolutely yeah, and it's it's a great suit. That's a great moment in the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it looks great, and it's it's. I love a good. I love a good build up to a guy getting the proper costume. That's always great. Nice little uh, you know uh, conclusion of an arc for a superhero. You know, here's the bit where he's actually he's the man. Um. Uh, yeah. Just. Just top notch.
0: There's also a Stanley Stanley cameo in this film that is almost heartbreaking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, How perfect, though. You know what I mean. I mean, how perfect. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 great that that was the last one. Uh. Or well, I, I there, have they said there's one taped for Endgame. I can't remember. I there. They
0: have... they have. There is. Uh, but he might <laughs> have more because I think when they have him do them, he just comes in and does like six. Right.
1: Yeah. And plus, yeah, I think most of the. I mean, Endgame was mostly taped during the taping of a uh, taped like an episode of impact <laughs> yes it's, uh, uh filmed uh filmed alongside infinity war and captain marvel's been in the can for a while See, so, yeah i think there's probably a few more but uh the the timing of this is probably the the better thing to draw to do obviously just after the passing of stan lee um and they had a nice tribute to him as well um yeah really really great uh uh top-notch soundtrack mm-hmm Again, it's something that's that's different for a Spider-Man movie. I don't I don't associate Spider-Man with licensed music at all in any capacity. But but to have a, a kind of hip-hop infused uh, soundtrack with people like you know Juice World and Post Malone in there, um, uh, and, and not just because their names. I think the songs are good as well. I mean, uh, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not a Postie, but uh, you know, Sunflower is one of the 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 more cheery bops of the year. I think it's 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 very addictive. Um, and and it, it suits the character really well. Um, great cast. Uh, I mispronounced his name. Uh, Maharshala Ali, the Academy Award-winning actor. Um, great guy. I don't think I've seen him voice acting before. Great voice actor because you recognize him straight away. Mm. Uh, really distinctive voice. You know, incredible actor. Um, uh, you know, uh, just uh, Nicholas Cage, obviously a Spider Noir. Just just they 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 made some some great calls for this uh, uh, on the, on the audio uh, side.
0: Even like Chris Pine did the, the original Spider-Man that dies. And like, if you're thinking generic superhero, Spider-Man, who's like, I am Spider-Man, the superhero. Chris Pine fits that very well. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he has like two lines in the film. (laughs) Even Lily Tomlin as Aunt May is really good. (laughs) Good
1: version of Aunt May too. Again, another, another uh, switching up of the, of the, of the expectations. Uh, Greatly appreciated.
0: Yeah. See, this is, like, people are like, oh, why can't Marvel just make the Spider-Man film Or, well, Disney just make the Spider-Man films. I'm like, if you look at Venom and Into the Spider-Verse, which are two dramatically different films, but have, like, weird, different, valuable qualities in their own right, and I, well, I I could see Disney making Into the Spider-Verse or a version of this film. But, like, they, not a hope in hell they'd make Venom. And, like, that's why we need more people. Like, I hate Ant-Man, and you're talking about licensed music. That version of Africa in Ant-Man is the worst thing in the history of humanity. Oh, Aquaman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Aquaman, I said Ant-Man. It's too many mans. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's why we need different people making these films. Like, let, let Sony make their wonderful animated film and their weird Venom film and let Disney just go away making their factory-produced but very, very good films. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's a broader conversation than we could probably have here. But the people whose whose sole takeaway from things like Fox and Disney merging is we get the X Men in the MCU movies, I'm like, read a book or something. You (laughs) know what I mean? It's like, like there's there's I I I, yeah, like I I mean, Infinity War was tremendous, tremendous culmination of everything they've done. We talked about it extensively, but I, I want I want. I have bigger aspirations for entertainment in general, but the Marvel brand in particular. than one company just churning out all the movies for all the characters—that's not, does not rock my boat at all. Even even though the movies themselves are good, you know that that's um, uh, and yeah, and, and that that I mean that version of Africa does suck. I couldn't even I couldn't even enjoy it. Ironically, like I don't know what people were talking about if they were being facetious with acting like that was good, man. And I'm someone who I enjoys me some pit pitbull pit as a joke on occasion, but Jesus, uh, yeah, because like he... so his idea that the studio pitched that <laughs> Toto pitched that I don't think Toto pitched it. Fuck,
0: and I think that was the point of that film where I'm like, this is just I hate this. Yeah,
1: that, that's fair. You know what I mean? If that was your breaking point, I'm not going to argue with you at all.
0: You get you get Fox make well for now. You get Fox making interesting X Men films. You know, the, just the hit rate of the X Men films is pretty solid. I think it's a good like two, two and three of them are at least good, and more of them are really good. I think I think you and I are kind of the high men
1: on that. I'm with you on it. I think they I think they do an okay job.
0: You get DC who make so they're, they're they're like they make films. <laughs> wonder woman's great so yeah they're they're making occasionally hidden good films and like you would like aquaman so
1: yeah and i think even if you don't like aquaman i think there's like there's there's a kernel of a good movie in there like they had they had their head more screwed on making aquaman than they did justice league you know what Mm. i mean it's like it's it's a it's a better movie i don't really have a lot of affinity for most of their characters so i didn't care that they were bombing and it just kind of amused me now i'm kind of like come on you're you're kind of getting there just keep going Shazam looks all right let's let's get across the finish line here let's get some good movies under your belt um but uh but yeah, yeah variety is good variety is good we don't we don't we don't need dc by uh, disney buying dc i mean god that would just be the grimmest the grimmest future imaginable it's
0: definitely going to happen I feel like it will,
1: yeah. Especially, Well, especially
0: if these movies keep sucking. I mean,
1: it's like the offer is going to come in one of these days and they'll just say, fuck it, why not?
0: Warner, Brother. Warner Brothers will cut their losses and say, "Ah, yeah, go on. Or they'll, yeah. they'll do a Sony deal where it's like, you, you can borrow them or whatever. Yeah, what a podcast that would be. Mm. Uh, speaking of podcasts, we talked, I think, on the last two episodes about waiting for that damn Avengers trailer and you were like, well, maybe they'll just drop it on Twitter someday. And they just dropped it on Twitter someday.
1: Yeah, yeah, they... uh yeah, there was delays and all this other stuff and they you know, there was rumors and, and the Rustos were showing up places, teasing it but not showing it and everyone was getting very agitated and then they just you know, they just put it out. Uh and yeah. I think I as I mentioned last time, much like you know, a, a rock star or or, or, or an entertainment entity like that can do, uh, doesn't matter when you drop it, it be, it becomes the talking point the second it comes out, so who cares? um but yeah end game i don't think we had the i think i don't think we officially had the title last time but most people had kind of uh had their their theories but Mm. um, uh end game's the name i i like the trailer quite a bit um i thought a lot of the 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 whinging that there was not enough things happening is fine we know what the core of the movie is we know it started out as a second part of infinity war so we know that's what the gist of it is i don't need any anymore I, i thought this was great Venom, we we should probably make mention of this. Venom is a movie where the whole fucking thing is in the trailers. Yes, order, they, including like including the the stinger scenes at the end of the movie, the the the, the closing bit of dialogue, all the 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 um, the beats of the movie, the the villain reveal. It's all in there. That is that is possibly the new worst offender I've seen for for story content given away in trailers. Um, I'm perfectly fine with this being the sole Endgame trailer because I want to see everything fresh as it happens. I don't imagine it will be. I would say Super Bowl would be a, a solid guess for a, a, a more uh, meatier uh, trailer, but, um, but uh, for what this was, I, I liked it, and, and and it got me back in the mood, reminded me how hyped I was after seeing uh, Infinity War, and uh, yeah,
0: looking good to me. Yeah, that was what I liked about the trailer. It's like... I don't want this trailer to tell me anything about the... Like, everyone on Earth is going to go see this film. No one wants to know what's going to happen in it. So it's like, it's literally, Tony Stark is lost in space, Captain America is trying to work out how to save everybody. That's all this trailer shows you. Like, that's just the logical, what would happen next after that film ended... And I kind of like the idea of Tony Stark just being stranded in space. And apparently Ant-Man escapes the whatever-verse. But we'll find out how that happens. I don't know. I do, I do like, you know, it's a solemn trailer. Tony Stark's going to die in space. All hope is lost. And then, because it's, you know, they know what they're doing. They cut to Ant-Man being a goofball to end the trailer. Just so you know, there's some levity here. There's no need to be that depressed.
1: Yeah, it's Marvel. You know, they, they, that's 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 part of the deal.
0: Mm. And we were talking about the the Avengers video game last time. We didn't get an Avengers video game announcement, Barry. We got Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 instead. Exclusively on Switch. <laughs> That's wild. Like, I don't know how much money Nintendo had to fork over to get what is essentially an, uh, an Avengers game. That's what uh, Ultimate Alliance basically is. It's actually bigger. It has Wolverine in it. Uh, the year, because I assume they'll just drop this in April and sell all their switches, being like, "Look at our uh, quote-unquote Avengers tying game, which is made by the frickin' Warriors team." The the is it Ninja Theory? It's Team Ninja, not Ninja Theory yeah yeah, Team Ninja Team Ninja who make like like all the, the Warriors games the Hyrule Warriors games which are and I like you look at those and like oh yeah you can just cut and paste Marvel characters into that and it makes sense it's like they're, they're, they're the, the I don't want to say the perfect team because I don't think those games are great but like how did Nintendo swing that
1: it is it is very odd it, it's, a, it's a very weird deal especially since they do have this other nebulous undefined Avengers game which Square Enix had a pretty disappointing E3 for a number of reasons that was top of my list like like they announced that thing like two years ago, and not not a piece said. Yeah, I think I think it, it, one thing that's interesting though is you mentioned it might be a, a movie tie-in. I think that or not not explicitly a tie-in, but they'll release it alongside the movie. I wonder if if they might have themselves a uh, a, a Marvel versus Capcom infinite situation, where among the other issues of that game was the the pretty pretty measly roster, uh, and no X-Men, because the, the, the directive from on top was that they had to emphasize the the, the cinema universe characters. Um, I think that would be a massive bummer if it also came into effect in this game.
0: Well, Wolverine uh, is in the trailer.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I actually have not seen the trailer, I just saw the announcement and I was like, oh! Okay, whatever, that's weird.
0: Because yeah, it's, uh, it's nearly, because it's the, the comics versions of the characters, it's not like the film versions of of Mar- uh, the Guardians. But... Okay. Like uh, they have Sentinels and Wolverine they have no other X-Men but for the most part it is just like Avengers people and like it's based on the Black Order and Thanos which is as big a no-brainer as you get if you're making that game but yeah Wolverine's there so uh, presumably there's more X-Men in there you would hope yeah that makes
1: sense I mean they've well, they've got the one that most people want anyway mm. uh, uh, but yeah those games are fun like, I don't think I finished I think I played but not finished either of them uh, and it's a good thing there's a new one coming out because those ports on the new consoles are supposed to be Garbo so uh
0: I had uh, I had the first one on PS2 or PS yeah PS2. I think there's three
1: and 360 generation games. I think that could be that's a guess. It's been a long time, but uh,
0: either way, uh, the, there was a point at which the game just kept on crashing. So I was like, "Well, I'm never going to play this again." <laughs> yeah. Well, now now's your
1: chance. Now now we, both of us may finish one.
0: Uh, been published by Nintendo. It's just it's so weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, who approached who to make that deal? Do you know what I mean? It's like,
0: you because know. like Activision were the people who made Ultimate Alliance in two thousand six. So I assume Marvel is owns the property.
1: I don't the know. Life. Yeah, or did they just shop it around to each of the each of the the system holders?
0: You would have thought like Xbox would have ripped their arm off for it.
1: Yeah, unless it's like. Literally a case of they just went to Nintendo first and they immediately said yes. I don't know, but like that doesn't seem like something they would do. But very odd. I mean, Nintendo, Marvel's in a weird place now because they're 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 you know their cash cows, you know, of, of toys to life and, and mobile games seem to have dried up a little bit. So they are getting they're getting back to basics. You have your Spider Man game, you have your your uh, uh, Square Enix game, and you've this. I mean, I I, get, I think they're just probably trying out a whole bunch of different things. I would I would maybe there is a Microsoft project in the works that we mm-hmm. don't know. About you know i think i think they're they're trying i think they're trying everything uh um, which is good i miss i miss the era even when a lot of them were crappy i miss i miss tie-in games you know what i mean it's like a the idea that the main way you play superhero games there a few years ago was you got a phone game you know and you played some tapper or some bejeweled game i, I like the idea of, of actual games coming out with these characters because we're, we're in a boom for those characters and it's nice it's nice to see something like spider-verse and then have a game you can play to 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 live out that spider-man fantasy when you're not that high, you know.
0: Yeah, because when the MCU started, you got two Iron Man films, a Cap, or games, a Cap game, and an Incredible Hulk game. So at the start, they were like, let's just turn out these games to tie in with these films. Yeah. I know, yeah. And
1: those, those were, those were, you know, not great, but again, it was cool that, that at least they were there.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but, uh, yeah, so that trailer, that trailer,
0: uh, did its a job for me anyway. Yeah, I'll, uh, well, if uh, you said uh, if they never released a trailer, I'd still go see this film. If they released the worst trailer of all time, I'd still go see this film. So, really, this trailer had a very low bar to clear.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's like the the the, the biggest marketing thing they had was earlier this year when they released a film that everyone saw. You know, so yeah,
0: that made two billion dollars, and everyone and everyone else probably will. It... I'm interested to see will it make more than two billion. I, I assume it'll make more than two billion in game.
1: I don't know. Like, oh, I, I see. I was, I was pegging, I was pegging Infinity War to, to. Well, I said it had a decent shot of toppling Avatar. I don't know if I ever really believed it, but mm. something, something about I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm tentative about this one because it's, it's, it's just like I, I would be surprised if there was a decent chunk of the audience that maybe didn't like Infinity War because some of the things that go on in it. But um I don't know it's weird I mean it's gonna it's gonna do amazing business either way it's it's literally a question of is it the most profitable film of all time or not yeah. um yeah that <laughs> but uh pretty uh pretty decent uh uh turnout
0: and uh before that we have captain Marvel on March 8th, 2019 which they released another trailer which I thought was very generic
1: yeah i I actually avoided it uh I'm I'm sold on that film I like Mm. the first trailer a lot I like Brie Larson I don't know anything About the character Which is a bonus for me Because I like to go Into these movies And just see it for myself Um, I heard mixed things about it Some people liked it Some people didn't Um, uh, But I'm I'm into that movie I'm looking forward to it Um, And you know uh, long overdue for for uh, a woman uh, a central female figure
0: <laughs> long long overdue. long overdue
1: and it is kind of amusing that they've gone with a new character rather than taking an existing one and giving her a movie that seems like an odd approach especially because i think i don't know but to, to my understanding captain Marvel's a bit of an uh, uh, you know it, it, it ain't spider-man you know what i mean mm. but um, but to that effect neither is black widow i don't think black Widow's a huge name
0: you do have I- scarlett johansson attached to it though
1: that is true. That is true. I mean, I, and, and plus, she's also been in like four of these movies now, so people know who she is. So, mm-hmm. so that's there. But whatever, whatever their rationale was, it's uh, it's better late than never, I suppose.
0: And there are rumblings that they are actually making a Black Widow film now. So, yeah, yeah which is uh, yeah, which again
1: is is overdue. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think I think it's gonna be good. Um, uh, I, I the first trailer, like I said, was was pretty good. Like you got young Sam Jackson in there and uh,
0: Ronan and uh yeah uh, it and we will be back in March for that this is this is your little fill-in between Ant-Man and and Captain Marvel just to, just to keep you going we talk about these weird Sony films that are great in diff- very different ways
1: yeah it's been a, it's been a wacky few months for the uh for the superhero world oh we didn't even talk about we we gotta talk about before we go uh these films we mentioned had the worst and the best post-credit scenes um I don't even uh, remember the Venom one. What <laughs> one is like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, which is Eddie Brock goes to prison. He he's like, I, "I you you stay back, I gotta do this." And Venom's like, "Okay," and he goes in, and there's Woody Harrelson playing Cletus Cassidy, aka Carnage. And now you might think to yourself, "Interesting casting, mm. not necessarily good or bad, interesting." And I would agree with that. In paper, they could not have made this guy look worse, nor could they have have scripted a more yeah. cringy edge edgelord scene. He's got his stupid red hair. Woody Harrelson, who's about eighty years old with this stupid red dyed uh uh hair uh, and he and he literally does the will smith and the suicide squad traitor thing of looks in the camera and says there's going to be carnage i was like well i like this movie I, a bunch for what it was god i don't want to see you make this sequel i know it's going to suck i feel like this is going to be you know uh, <laughs> this will not be ironically good this is just probably going to be a, a real bomb but uh, we'll see uh, and then spider verse we had the uh... i like that their post-credit scene was just a joke it was just a complete joke it was not setting anything up uh but i howled at it
0: it is very good we want i think it's worth staying for unlike the venom actually the i think the venom one might be worth staying for for all the wrong reasons but yeah the into the spider verse is is very very good very very and like a lesser studio being like look we know the meme would be could potentially be very bad but nah they nail it yeah it was
1: it was it was it was great uh, yeah so stay for that one and, yeah i think the if you want to see like if you want to see why, I will happily see these these post credit scenes die. You can stay for Venom and see what, see the the why why it needs to go away. But uh, yeah, the the highs and lows of the post credit scene.
0: Indeed, Barry. Before we go, we we've had a wonderful year. We're we're coming toward the end of year. Anything you'd like to plug and whatnot?
1: uh yeah so you know uh, twitter.com slash the barry Lad is the usual uh spot for tweets about things going on in my life and the other things i have to plug i've got you know blogs youtube channels all that other stuff but the main place to go is uh twitter.com slash the barry Lad. that's where i i plug everything so uh you can go there and follow along with my
0: adventures i'm gonna put you on the spot game of the year spider-man who wants the last <laughs>
1: Uh, Celeste is an excellent video game. I, you know what? I would probably say it's my number two. Yeah. So I, uh, I would not dispute you there. Uh, I was actually looking over my own game of the year year from last year. I think last year was a bit more stacked, but this year I think there's been some uh, some top notch stuff.
0: I think my problem with this year is like I didn't. I actively disliked Red Dead, and I don't think God of War was particularly for me. So like the two big games that people were say that like the one and two games of the year, I'm like yeah, and the Monster Hunter World is just. It's Monster Hunter, so I'm not going to go near it, but also people love that. So, like, the three big games of the year that a lot of people would, like, champion as the best games of the year, I'm just like, nah.
1: Yeah, Monster Hunter was was not me. I I, I kind of avoided that. Um, And likewise, Dragon Ball, I played it because it looked so damn good. I played it with a friend of mine. It's gorgeous. But I'm not into the show, and I'm not into fighting games anyway, so I... uh... So that one's not for me, but uh, you know, yeah, it, not not as strong year, but uh, still tons of great stuff. Lots of little gems like Celeste, and and heavy hitters like Spider-Man as well were great. So yeah, Spider-Man, that's my that's it. You got a, you got a quick game of the year answer out of me.
0: That is the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening, as always. As I said, probably another episode this year before we are done with the wonderful, lovely Tanner. Thank you, as always, to Barry for joining me. And you can listen to new episodes of podcasts a week, every single week, at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK or by searching iTunes for the TWS network. You can follow me on Twitter at Garrett Kidney, T-A-R-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. And bye-bye.